Welcome to the Alien Pro Podcast. It's Saturday, October 15th, 2022. I'm Doug. Joining me again today is Dr. Bill. Bill, hey. how's it going? Hey, how are you? I got a new chair. Yeah, a non-squeaky squeak. chair. Well, we couldn't hear your chair before. I could, I, when I watch the YouTube videos oh, and, you? on Omni, well, in Omni too, if I listen to the truck, I could hear the squeak. Okay. Probably nobody really noticed it. It really bothered Debbie when we would do our, she would do a show with me. There's my and chair. she's like, you got to get rid of that chair. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I chair. went down and bought, you know, I saw some cool gaming chairs, but they, it's weird because they're. Um, the, we're going to do a furniture segment now. Yes, furniture. Um, the, <laughs> well, well, I see that. We're going to get to some UFO stuff in a second. Well, I, I see has... that. With, I see the the high back chairs, and I see some fancy chairs that these gamers use on YouTube. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's a really cool chair, but <clears throat> just the display models, it, the way the fabric is on the arms was starting to come off. And it's real thin covering over the, the frame of the... Was it a nylon? Chair. Was it a nylon? Yeah, nylon it's nylon. Cloth? It's oh, not okay. leather. Yeah. Okay. So it starts stripping off. So Debbie's like, I said, I really want one of these because it looked really, it looked like a, it looked like my my spaceship chairs. Yeah, know? yeah. It would go really good, you know. And she's like, uh, Yeah, you're not going to like it after about a month when it starts falling Pe- apart, peeling. Yeah, I was looking at the start uh, peeling off. I was yeah, looking at the so, arms on my chair to see. What, I think they're leather. I'm not sure. I yeah, so it's just really comfortable, and sure. you know the arms come up, and you know. It, yeah, I like the I like the headrest. I wish this thing had it. It only comes. Yeah, up. the yeah, it's nice to be able to just oh, uh, yeah, because yeah. I need to do that. So um, today, Skinwalker. Now we're going to talk about Skinwalker again, but not the Skinwalker, the Secret of what is it? The, what is the name of that show? The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, or. The TV With show Travis Taylor. Travis. Okay, you got no. Okay, now go. You start out by okay. I'm all right. I did a little boost of the uh, podcast on Facebook, and I'm not going to mention any last names, but uh, we got some good comments. Matthew stated, "We need more of Doctor Bill's Travis Taylor's accent in my life." Cracks me up every time, and uh, we got a great podcast. Uh, so you got to make sure you do your Travis Taylor. No, no, I'm embarrassed. Do it now. <laughs> I'm self-conscious. I'll never be able to do it right. I'll, I'll never be able to do it right again. You're not going to be able to help yourself the next time we bring it right. up. Travis, Travis, Taylor, Travis. Uh, so we're, oh, we're doing uh, Skinwalker Ranch, but it's from the basement part office. One. Part one. Yes. Basement office from the New York Post, which uh, has a few episodes out there. They're really, really good. Recommend watching them. Yeah, Nick Pope and Stephen Greenstreet. Nick Pope. Steve, Greenstreet's a weirdo. Yep. Steven, he's a weirdo yeah he seems like a little bit of a weirdo he is a weirdo he's, he's got a, cool I don't, I don't like his haircut <laughs> i don't like his haircut that is a problem yes i don't his he, he is uh, the shape of his head with the current haircut he has doesn't work he needs to talk to his stylist about it but that's I'm that's sure the watching. of course he is sure he's of watching course. the show of course he is. getting your fashion tips he is your style um, fashion tips He's that's the current style, I think, in New York or wherever he is. I think he's in New York. Yeah. That's the that's oh, a stylish, it? yeah, it's a stylish haircut now. I guess now it doesn't work. Stephen is his name. I, Steve. Steve. I think it's Steven. Steve. Steve. It doesn't. Steven. Steve. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Steven. Fix. Fix it. I'm gonna have fix. to watch it again. I may have to adopt that New York. So I always wear a hat. You know. Yeah. Well, because, it's just you know, it's just really short hair. on the side. It's like a high and tight. It's like. I had to have a high and tight for a while. It's like uh, I wasn't voluntary. It yeah, was no, requ- it was required. Was kind of required, you know. As I watched Full Metal Jacket last night, oh, I, I was saw only that. Gonna watch a, I was only going to watch a little bit of it, but it, you just can't turn it off. The <laughs> um, the boot camp scenes are accurate. Are yeah. absolutely absolutely accurate, and they have a yeah. they there there is a, some continuity errors with the. Um, the boot camp scene, but only you'd only know that if you were in boot camp. Yeah, it was, and they the just army have, wasn't quite as intense as that. Uh, they just have some Marines. some uh, continuity order sequences that aren't quite right. 
You consider yourself a Marine, always a Marine till you die, like they said? I don't even know what that Do means. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a That's thing. what they I say. I don't know. Thing. I don't know what that means. I don't I don't know. I know what's like after I got out of the army, I'm like, yeah, I don't, that was an experience. Go away now. Yeah. No, I don't even know what that means. They say that, but that's like I don't know what that is. And it's like it was a job. I mean, I got paid. Um, I got my honorable discharges, I got my promotions. Yep. What more do you need? So did I. You know, yeah. it's like now I'm out. Well, you know, yeah, I'm not I mean, gonna do was... this my whole life. No, well, because there's very political. It was really political too. Oh yeah, like um, but it's it wouldn't have been a bad life. I mean, you your your brother did, you know, did it retired. My brother did doing, tw- twenty years in the navy. He's, he's doing another another job, and he's doing. He's it works great ex- for you know works for a defense contractor now, and he's yeah. doing very well. Great, so, great I experience mean, for him. I mean, it's it works. It works if you want to commit to it. Yeah. I can't picture myself 20 years in any branch of service. Well, at the time when we were 20, um, we couldn't, you, you look at when you're 20 years old and you're looking at that and go, God, 20 years, it's like forever. And, it's like, you know, an, it's it's like an a eternity. life sentence. It's eternity. <laughs> eternity. It's going to be forever. But then it's like you hit 40 and you're like, hey, I could have been in the military for 20 years. I'd be retiring right now and starting my next career. So, Yeah. Yeah, he's dedicated. Uh, well, that. your dad, uh, that's advice from your dad. Um, your dad yeah. told me, he said, he goes, look, you go, um, so you go 20 years, your adopted dad, not your biological dad. Yeah, yeah. He says, you go 20 years in the military and you retire. And then you uh, take another job um, and you spend 20 years in that and you retire. And then by that point, so you're 20 to 40, 40 to 60, and then you get Social Security, and you get uh, you're you're in your sixties, and you're collecting three pensions. And he goes, yeah. "It's not." And he goes, "It's not bad." And I actually there was um, a retired military guy that I was. Oh, I should tell you who I ran into in the parking lot at the Publix grocery store. Um, so there was a um, a retired military guy I was talking to, and he I said uh, he'd been in the military for twenty years, and then he'd been a cop. And then he was getting Social Security, and I happened to be talking to him. And I go, "How many pensions do you are you collecting?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm collecting three. It's like, oh, yeah, do what I want, do whatever." Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's something. I didn't listen to him. Like I didn't listen to him about a lot no, of things, but no, no. Yeah. You, you were angry. You were <laughs> mad at him. I'm doing all right. So um, is that Harlan Ellison? Where did he just walk by? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to point out the obvious? Harlan Ellison. Harlan Ellison? Yeah. It's Harlan Ellison. And Look Cap- at that. Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. Spock is smiling. Smiling Spock. <laughs> and Kirk writes, Who's the who's the kid in the middle? Yeah. Harlan wasn't very a very big man. No, he was a little tiny guy. And if you look in the thing, you can see sunglasses up there, and I bet you they're Harlan's sunglasses, because he was also a very cool guy. And yeah. where uh He's very Hollywood. Yeah, and he wears sunglasses. That's awesome. That's a great picture. Hey, so I was in the um, uh, grocery store or the parking lot, and there's this guy in the handicapped parking spikes in a big Lincoln with all four doors open. And I'm like, I think he was just opening it up to get the hot air out. And I'm, I was part ended up I was parked next to him, and so I'm, I'm looking at this. I go, Why is the guy got all the doors open? And then uh, older guy. And then he, he walks over and he shuts the door on, on the side where my car is, you know, I think because I was getting in my car and he was getting it out of the way. And he was wearing a hat that said USS uh, Trout. And I said, I go, were you on a, is, is that for a submarine? He goes, yeah, I was on a, on a submarine. I go, when, when, uh, what, what's, what, what did you do and what type of sub? He goes, I was, he goes, when I got out of Annapolis, in 1959, I was put on the USS Trout, which was a diesel submarine as their electronics oh. as their electronics officer. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like, it like wow, that's very cool. And I, I wish got some stories. Oh man! And I'm like, ah, that's really cool. And I got my car and I drove off, and I'm on my way home, and I'm going, crap! You'd be a great guy to talk to and get stories from. 
That's the worst. That's the worst submarine name I've ever heard in my life. The trout. Well, all the old. Um, that is the. That's the most uncool submarine name. All the old um, submarines were named after fish. I asked him about that, and he says, "Oh yeah, now they name them after congressmen and you know whoever and whatnot." But the, traditionally, World War II and before, they were all named after fish. A submarine was named after a fish, like swordfish. Or the swordfish is okay, yeah. you know, but trout. Yeah, USS Trout. <laughs> so the guppy. I don't know if they do the guppy. I think they did that for a movie, for the USS Guppy, and that was just—it was a comedy. I think. I think that's a spoof on the fish submarine names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But that was really cool to run into a, a guy like that. That's should have got his number. Oh uh, so yeah, I was, I was really kicking myself afterwards. So Skinwalker, <clears throat> with the back. The basement files at the back door. The basement, the basement office. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they talk. They, I don't know. It seems like they're kind of debunking this. I mean, well, Stephen he, is. I don't know what Nick's, Nick Pope, what's Nick, his deal? Nick Pope. Um, they are both, they're critical. I, they're not debunking. They're doing critical analysis of Skinwalker. And as we've seen from watching the show, uh, you would, anybody who's watched the show, you're looking at that and you're going, Come on. Uh, it's critical. Hey, I There's don't have the wrong. name of the the book, but have you seen the movie Stalker? It's a really long Russian movie. Uh, it's on HBO mm-hmm. Max right now. And um, in Stalker, this is what I think they're trying to make Skinwalker Ranch to be like, like in the movie Stalker. And the movie Stalker is based on a book called Roadside Picnic, written by a couple Russian guys. And that, and they also did the screenplay for the movie. And what the concept is, is that a space aliens came down and landed on Earth in this place and had like a picnic and uh, just left a bunch of garbage. And it transformed the area that they landed in because the stuff is so out there, high tech. So just think of uh, ants interacting with garbage left from people having a modern picnic with all the crap that oh, they wow. would leave and trying to ants, trying to understand what the stuff was. And that's the, the idea behind um, stalker and roadside picnic. And I think that's what they're trying to push as um, skinwalker ranch is like, it's this place with, you know, anomalous phenomena because of some sort of uh, alien interaction. It, it's, it's made after a show called Oak Island. <laughs> Oak Island. <laughs> That's the model. Because that's, that's been on millions. Of, yeah, it's the same model. It's the media model, and it's, yeah. And it's made money. It's dying, I hope, because it's terrible. Well, they have another Found show. A button. Yeah. <laughs> they have another show that's uh, after Oak Island where like, they're looking yeah. at other... I looked at that. Yeah, it's like, they, they had to do that because yeah. it's, I think it's petering out because they poke so many holes in that poor island. <laughs> they're probably well, going to sink it. You know, one of the things that they could have done is it's like the guy that has supposedly dug up the treasure that was living on the island and, and uh, they could have like yeah. tr- looked for ancestors and researched him. And, and, uh, I, and I hated it when I was watching that show and they're going, look on this map. And it says, uh, captain kid. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. You're like pretending <laughs> you just heard about this right now. I got a, <laughs> I got a hundred year old book that talks about it. You know, captain kid, my captain, my captain kid book. Which talks about Captain Kidd and Oak Island and all that stuff. At a hundred years old? Uh it's close. Nineteen thirty seven. It's old. So it is old. And it's just like just just I think you could have found that on the internet while they've been doing the show. So basement office. And um he's being more why did he say he's saying he's being more skeptical? As he looked backwards on it. Yeah. So, you know, that they didn't, there's no proof. I mean, that's the whole premise. If you want to go all the way to the end, (laughs) you know, there's no proof. There's no, he went to, they, but they tried to get a hold of George Knapp and uh, from the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The skin that we, I read that book. Yeah. I'm going to, I've read it too. I'm going to read the next one. I have it on Kindle on my uh, iPad. Yeah, and I've read the book, and it, there's no pictures. There's no, it's just stories. Yeah, and he's like, there's you no and I index. could have wrote it. You no know, pictures, like, no 
no pictures not a shred of evidence you know they're supposed to be no dino beavers and no appendix and, no and, documents uh, yeah, yeah, paranormal you know, ghosts and skinwalkers and you know wolves that you are bulletproof and you yeah. know there's oh. UFOs and you know, they're hanging their hat on cattle mutilations, which is yeah. You know, um, no. There is two tribes on two um, yeah the American the Unitar and the, the in what the was fifty the... acres. It's weird or no five hundred acres. Yeah. Well, they show the map, acres. and you can see they have the, the you can see on the map where they have the outline of the reservation, and then they have other areas on the map that he showed in the show that show the uh, settlers. This whole area was yeah. a single reservation and then the uh, government changed the laws so settlers could come in there people could come in there and say if the indians aren't using the land we can take it from them yeah. and they did that up until 1933 which is when the myers got the the skinwalker yeah. ranch yeah they were 33 to 1995 and the myers they interviewed they found you know they talked to someone on the myers family and they said they never saw anything they live there for yeah. They have they lived um, there for you know sixty years, so and they yeah. saw nothing. So I think you have this book too. We have the Utah UFO display by yeah. Frank B. Salisbury, and he added, and this is the second edition. I'll read this for next week. Better make a note, or I'll forget. Uh, he <laughs> added a final chapter on Skinwalker Ranch in twenty. Uh, whenever this came out, when did he do this? Twenty ten. And he went in and interviewed, uh, I think he interviewed the Myers and some Sherman people on it. But I'll have more information. I didn't even know this was in here until I watched this show for the second time. Yeah. And uh, he interviewed the, the people that live there. Oh, it's pretty long. Oh, it's a lot of words in that book. So, and they also, so the Myers were there from 33 to 95 with no paranormal activity. Oh, they called it, I think, did they call it in the book, did they call it the ground zero of a, a parano paranormal Disneyland? Yeah. And then paranormal the Shermans, Disney. the Shermans were there for a year. I thought that, well, they were there longer, but they came in and they managed the ranch. So they were for, there for a year and then Bigelow bought the ranch. Well, they had, a, they put in the paper, the local paper about how they're seeing all this UFOs and paranormal things. And that's where Bigelow caught the article it to me it just seems like the shermans wanted to unload it yeah that's what so i they made thinking. up this story <laughs> well i also i also think that the shermans were getting um hassled by the local native americans like i've talked about yeah, because there's possible, a yeah. there's a lot of animosity in this area and what bothers me is that nobody has gone in there well you could see a little bit in the skinwalker ranch book because she went to um I think she went to the local tribe something to talk to people about oh talking she went there to talk to them about the dogs the wild dogs she was seeing and so she went to uh the local tribal headquarters or something to complain about the dogs and they're like you know shut up <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about and even if we did we're not going to do anything yeah um, and then the shermans said they were saying weird stuff yeah and bigelow bought it 1096 bigelow bought it so the shermans were there for a year or less yeah they wanted to unload it and bigelow <laughs> seems like he took a hook line and sinker i don't know yeah, yeah he wants to know about paranormal as we talked about before bigelow has lost some loved ones in tragic ways it's and it is a little that story is a little weird as well about the people, the loved ones he's lost and he wants to get in contact with them yeah. in the, in, you know, in the after. Well, that's a, they are. that's a, a pattern. I think, uh, Keen is doing that too. Now Keen, who wrote the, uh, this UFO, Leslie Keen, she wrote the book on UFOs. She wrote a book on UFOs yeah. and she, um, she's doing that now too. There was a special on Netflix where she's, um, investigating like mediums and stuff i watched a couple of them this book actually looks really good 
I need to read. Yeah, so much I don't. Re- I have so much reading to do. But I mean, has there? There's not enough on UFOs. So we got to, you know. No, I'm tired no, of that I, now. I have my bibliography is up to 180. Yeah, you got to do paranormal. How many? 180. 80. Oh yeah, I'm doing an eight. Actually, I'm actually doing paranormal <clears throat> stuff. So you just sent that latest thing by uh, Chris Lado. Yeah. Where, he, where he's going through uh, Puthoff, a paper written by Puthoff and sort of an analysis and a critique of uh, UFO investigations. And uh, Chris Lato did a great job. I watched it just before we we started doing this. And yeah, 2x speed. And it's... I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best way to do it. I did it because I was in a hurry. But so he went through... And I'm losing my train of thought. He went through, put Hoff, who cares? I don't know. Putoff, his put name Hoff, keeps coming up. Put Hoff. Oh, oh, no, 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 I know. I know where I'm going. Puthoff is, he's one of those, he's the guy who was involved with, um, no, he wasn't involved with uh, uh, the guys who stare with goats from the basement yes. office. That's that. John Alexander, who was also on Skinwalker Ranch, he was the goat starer. Um, I know, oh, maybe I shouldn't mention that. Men who stare at goats. <laughs> that was a great like, movie. It was. A, I want to watch it again. Well, yeah, but it's like after they saw this guy interviewed, I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> the um, general or whatever. Yeah, he was. when I saw him general on Skinwalker. Alexander, yeah, he on came Skinwalker. on the Skinwalker show. Yeah, he and talked about the things that they've seen. He didn't. It's he amazing didn't. that they can. They can. It's just. It feels like a the worst lie. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> fill me with it's, confidence. It's he does not fill me with confidence. So Bigelow yeah. started his research years, set up multiple organizations, call him the Howard Hughes of UFOs, which I like. Oh, that's a good description yeah, for Bigelow. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good description. He bought the ranch in October '96, and. April 27th, they came out with this, the Deseret News came out with this article. No UFOs yeah. or ETs have dropped in at Spooky Ranch. And I haven't, yeah. I haven't read this, but I was looking at the Pure end words are never spoken. It says At the end, it says, uh, Sherman signed a non-disclosure agreement with Bigelow after selling the ranch and has declined subsequent interviews with Desert News. Sherman, however, gave new information to Colorado writer and and cattle mutilation researcher David Perkins for a story in this month's Spirit magazine. You should check that out. Sherman had bizarre experience the last night they spent on the ranch. They woke up to find their bed sheets covered with blood and one-eighth inch deep scoop marks on their right thumbs. That's wild. Oh, ow. Ooh. <laughs> they didn't mention that. Yeah, they, they, they didn't mention that in the... Uh, the, they talked about this because the title says no ETs have dropped in at Spooky Ranch. Well, that's something to look at. Native into. Americans are torturing them. Ah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's uh, one of the things with the guys that happened at Skinwalker Ranch is this guy um, was in his house and he said someone, he heard something out and someone came in and it's like an invisible entity came in through the house and opened doors and walked through. And I was wondering that you've heard the, the phrasing shit or go blind. Yeah. My dad coined that. Yeah. I probably heard it from him. <laughs> he doesn't know whether to shit or go blind. So it's when somebody, I, and I took that as when somebody is so terrified that they basically just go blind and they had that guy yeah. at Skinwalker ranch. And I have a feeling it was, probably just a, a native american guy maybe even done up like you know with the the, the yeah they had, the, well they the, had the the, 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 the wolf pelt on them yeah, yeah just done up like that and then just came into his house and the guy just like you know did that that thing that ha- that is a, a real phenomenon that happens not my saying it's said, not my, saying it's happened dad, to me what? my dad uh, that that should or go blind was just you can't make a decision well yeah i know but i just know whether to shit or go blind yeah 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 (laughs) but i i took that as a i mean there are i mean you're so terrified that you just don't see anything yeah you just can't see you just don't know what to do and i have a feeling that scared you ever been that scared bill as a child maybe not i mean of course we've seen it all now we don't really get scared um i have 
been pretty terrified. I had a coworker collapse while I was talking to him and just oh, really? dropped like a rock. And uh, that was... Did the, he have a stroke or something? Uh, I think what it was happened? just... Um, I don't know what a it was. Blood sugar. Yeah, something. I don't know what it was. She was okay. Yes. And I was just chatting, talking with this person at work. And they just dropped like a rock. And um, it, oh was, it was terrifying because it's just like, just gone. This person just collapsed. It's like... Uh, it's like someone had just shot her in the head and she was like dead. And so wow. I got another person in there to um, sit, hold her. And this other, this wonderful other person I worked with just immediately sat down and was holding her hand and had her head in her lap. And we were, um, our, our building was right across from the emergency room, across the street. So I, I ran over to the emergency room ran into the uh, went through the ambulance entrance because that's the easy way to get in the hospital like you, you didn't have to show id and i knew this so yeah. i ran into the emergency uh ambulance entrance ran into the emergency room ran up to the first doctor i said i said uh, one of my colleagues has just collapsed and we need help and he's like uh well you need to uh blah 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 i said we are part of the hospital our building was part of the hospital I yeah. said, we're, we're part of the hospital. We need help now. And so I said, okay. So he grabbed a, um, a wheelchair and yeah. very, very calmly walked a thing. And I, I didn't think even run. Uh, and he walked, it wasn't, he didn't walk, he didn't walk slow, but he didn't run. And he walked yeah. over there. And, uh, and I think he was doing that so I wouldn't freak out. So he was being yeah. ca the calm emergency room doctor. Yeah. And so he walked sense. over there and uh, put her in the, put her in the wheelchair, brought her in the emergency room. Um, they put her in, you know, one of the things I called her husband, uh, and he, um, he came out and then I went, you know, like an hour later, I went in into, uh, the emergency room through the ambulance entrance and found him to check on him. And she was okay. I don't know what happened. And they never really told me if there was anything wrong with her or not. I don't, they, I don't think it was serious, Yeah, but that was, um, that was terrifying to be talking to somebody and having them just drop like they're dead. So that's probably, probably the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Other than the ghost. Yeah. And the werewolf. I mean, and when I was a kid, I don't know what even happened. I remember being scared real pretty badly. <laughs> but certain, I don't know what even remember what it was. But, yeah. Know. I mean, there's when you're a kid. It's, your kids, you know, when you're a kid, it's like pretty easy. Well, I've had, uh, I've had a few, I remember a kid, a few nightmares where you wake up and you're really scared. Yeah. That's so, probably what it was. Yeah. And my kid did that so, a few times and then I just, I just loaded him up with weapons. Yeah. So he had, gonna he shoot had a, you by accident. Yeah. Well, he had a, like wooden sword and, you know, had a crossbow, a little crossbow that would fuck you up though. If you got hit in the eye. Yeah. I've, a got, a, I've got a pistol. I have a, I don't know if I showed you while you were here, I have a pistol crossbow that was left here. Oh, one of those little ones, dinky ones? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean he, it has bolts. It has, this, I mean, it'll was, kill you. This is what he had. This <laughs> wouldn't, this wouldn't kill you. Well, it hurt you, but he had a little crossbow. It wasn't cocked. So he had a little, so he had, he's having something. So I, I loaded him up with weapons. I think he had his, his BB gun, which is around here somewhere. You know, the old, uh, you shoot your eye out, kid. Daisy. had in there and then he had, Red a cap, had a cap pistol and he had a wooden sword and so i said okay if you're you're scared what we're going to do we're going to load you up with weapons <laughs> so, not a bad solution hey actually. i mean it's fine he goes i don't i don't need all this stuff it goes oh you don't need it right now we might need it later <laughs> so anyway uh, nice. i think that was a i think that was the last time that he he had anything like that but um so anyway, but this, uh, so there was a year afterwards and uh, this newspaper article came out in the um, Deseret News and they hadn't seen anything at the Skinwalker Ranch for a year. Although I really want to find this article on in Spirit Magazine and take a look at it about the uh, Shermans having their thumbs cut and weird scooped. stuff. Yeah, thumbs scooped. So this sort of contradicts what we saw 
from the basement office and the implication of this article. And it's the very last sentence in this article about this. Yeah. So, so they were. He was saying nothing. The Shermans had not experienced anything bizarre, but then here they are, something about them experiencing something bizarre. And I will read this chapter in the Utah UFO display on Skinwalker Ranch and see what that if that comes up with anything interesting for next week when we do the second part of the basement office when we talk about that. Oh, it's not that long. I'll do that. But. What else we got? Bigelow um, created nins. Read another comment from the yeah, Facebook yeah. Do it. from Rodney. Rodney. I don't trust Elizondo any more than Greer, which we'll talk about in the next segment in a minute. Yep, yep. I've had my own experience and done my own research and achieved my own disclosure, which if I'm right, we're in a world of shit, which was an interesting an interesting comment and then um another gentleman uh, wrote his name was frederick and i won't mention the last names frederick they may not appreciate that um thanks for the great comments guys we are always and so oh, that's me to him i just told him thanks for the great comments um the um they did send in the tr i don't know if you ever saw this a tr 38 taliban camp in afghanistan march of 2014 which uh there was a it's a youtube video of a tr3b not tr38 tr3b what is that that triangular mystery ship we don't know mystery craft we don't know if it's real or not yeah and uh allegedly it's got some sort of ufo apparent ufo technology flying around and it's bombing the taliban and you're, have you ever seen that video? I mean, it could have been doctored we know, have, have easily. You, have you seen it? Did you find it? Yeah, I didn't send it to you. I can send it to you. Um, yeah, send it to me. I'll look at it. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because these guys are, uh, these guys are all about, you know, the UFO experience. And then another one's got, uh, has a, they have a page where they, if you've been, a, you know, abduct, abductees, um, alien abductees, not just, you know, regular abductees. Um, you know, they've got a page you can go right. to. to what's a, what's there's a, only nine people on it right now. But, what's a regular? Oh, that was on Facebook. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. they gave yeah. a um, link to that. But it's, um, you know, they're... They're curious, as we are, about, you know, the UFO things that are happening in the world. So it was good to uh, have them, as they were watching the uh, Luis Elizondo, director of ATIP or OSEP, we don't know. We had another gentleman that just said, leave it alone. <laughs> it's dead. So the whole... And he sent in a document. Remember that document I sent over? And he says they've figured it all out. I don't, I don't feel like they've figured it all out, actually. I don't, I you don't, know, I think I it's still weird about his involvement and everything and what his role is today. And Elizondo, so, I think he's, yeah. at this point, I think he's pretty tapped out. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's going he's, away. Yeah. He's, he's given us all the information that there is, or he can give or he, or he knows. Give, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No doubt. So the, um, Bigelow ranch, uh, NIDS came in. I have more intelligence committee, many to con people to connection. Everyone's connected to paranormal. Uh, Puthoff, which is an OT7 from Scientology. And Chris Lato looked that up. And OT7 isn't the highest. OT8 is. So Puthoff needs oh. to get on the stick. Is that where Travolta is? Uh, and Tom Cruise? They're probably, <laughs> up, they're probably up there. The I've known... Yeah, they pro they probably they're probably pretty high. I've known, I've known. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a factor. Uh, I know people that are involved, or I knew people at one point that were involved in um, Scientology. And one guy worked at uh, Ames Research, NASA Ames, and he was a real smart physicist. And it was just the thing he was in. 
you know involved in you know, what is their what is their gig anyway i mean i know they're like a church but it's kind of like are they a, in ufo is there any well i think the ultimate revelation is that we're we are our souls are space alien souls but the uh i mean it's it's like any church it's a church it's a community uh they have activities um you do the the stuff with the machine to sort of like Oh yeah, that machine. Yeah, to it would and you're supposed to clear yourself and make yourself more of a a functional person, I guess. And I think it does have a lot of benefits. Like I said, I knew a couple guys and a gal that were involved in it. And they were fine cut well the one the girl worked for Scientology in San Francisco and the two guys uh one of them worked at Ames and the other guy was a camera guy. He worked at a camera store and they were, these are all relatives that were related to each other. They got benefit out of it. They liked it a lot. So it's, um, Debbie's last husband visited one of the places and talked to them about it and then decided he didn't want to do it, but they badgered the hell. Out. <laughs> they just kept calling and mailing crap and coming over. Hello. It was crazy. Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't want to give up. Yeah. It's an, it's, it's a fascinating story about the, uh, how the it's church came about Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard and, and there's some strange, yeah. crazy guy. Was a, yeah. I saw a movie a or a documentary story. about that. It was really yeah. weird how he got started and everything. But it's, uh, I, I mean, look at Tom Cruise. I mean, he's been involved in that. The dude's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's done is. either he's, uh, was like that naturally or, um, I don't know what, but he is impressive. So, and John Travolta is the same thing. He's, he's an, they both learn how to fly, you know, high-tech aircraft. And, um, I don't know about John Travolta anymore, but I definitely think that with, uh, Tom Cruise, it's been something that has, uh, enhanced his life. But they yeah. are, it is, from what I could tell, um, you do have to pay money. Well, mainly because you'll do like, you'll go to resorts and do things, activities. So that's something that uh, I know this one guy, the guy that worked at Ames, he would go on um, I, I, maybe their retreats or whatever. And he would go to someplace in Southern California and do these, uh, do these retreats with the church. And they had like a resort down there or something. Oh. So, and the other guy didn't do it because he didn't have a lot of money and he didn't progress in the church, but the other guy was progressing, but he could afford the, uh, the upgrades to pay for the upgrades Yeah, pay so, for the upgrades. Yeah. It's basically what it is. So, but, um, Crazy. yeah, I mean, the people that I knew that were involved in it, I felt that they got benefit out of it. So, I mean, you can't fault them on it. I mean, if you're getting something out of it, if it's helping you, then it's good. Yeah, it's a mystery to me. Mystery. Know. Well, you need to go. There's, I'm sure there's an office in um, well, I'm not facility, and yeah, there I is one listen here to me. in Sacramento. You, listen yes, to me. You need to, you need to go. You need to go. I Debbie go with me. <laughs> when I was down in, uh, I was down in Hollywood with uh, the family doing a trip. And we took the kid down, and we were running around to show the sights. And we were walking on Hollywood Boulevard, and there's a big Scientology facility there, which was empty. And there was a couple of Scientology people talking to a, a young woman out front, I guess, trying to convince her to come inside, come inside. We'll hook you up to the uh, machine. Uh, if the people hadn't been standing in front with the the woman, uh, I probably would have walked in to check it out. But since, yeah. since they were, because were, I never, I don't think I've ever seen one of the places. So, but since they were sort of like huddled in front of the doors, I'm like, well, and I was with my family. So I was like, hey, just wait outside. I'm going to go talk to the Scientology people for the hell of it. Walking, I'll catch up with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I did yeah, go no into doubt. the surplus store there. So they had an army surplus store on Hollywood Boulevard. So I did, did they have a good one, one or is it the one where they just sold a bunch of new stuff? Uh, it was stuff. the modern one. I mean, they don't have the old surplus stores like we had when we were kids. Man, yeah, all... we have up in Placerville, they've got um, they've got one and they just sell like it's new crap. survival clothing, yeah, and, it's you know, gold panning stuff and patches and airborne. I... Yeah, and, uh, you know there you used, can. There the, used, uh, what do you call them? What what do you call people that don't really? 
that say they've done stuff in the military and they they have what's the term uh, used? stolen valor yeah yeah so you can well you I mean, know everybody with that airborne decal on your car yeah, i'm gonna sew it a patch <laughs> to my chest they yeah everybody wants to be a hero so i mean it's just yeah uh, yeah. Un un yeah unless you've had the opportunity to be a hero then you're like no it's okay i found that yeah i found that most people that say they've done things and usually haven't you know the ones that mm. have done them don't really talk that much about it no you know no there was something came up the other day that was reminding me of that yeah so yeah well yep. i was thinking we have a friend's uh father who passed away that actually was on oh god all right we're way off base here <laughs> so <laughs> i um we haven't even talked I'm, about biden yet no we will i am <laughs> uh we were i knew a guy that fought in the battle of the bulge he passed away 10 or 15 years ago he died gloriously how'd he go uh he just drove off the road on his way to work he worked as a gardener for some retirement facility and he just died in the car and drove off the road and crashed and that was did it they think he did it on purpose or no in order to no act? he just did something happened he died and he just that's just how he went we don't know if it was on purpose no it wasn't on, just drove i don't think off. i don't think it was on purpose <laughs> i think he just uh you know he was very likable and he liked working at this place it was his retirement job he just was a gardener yeah. at a retirement home a larger one and he was just he was the guy that did the guy you know took care of the garden and yeah. he didn't have a long drive he just drove off the road and that was it but yeah, he had two he had two bronze stars from fighting in the the Battle of the Bulge and in Germany. Wow. And so it's just like, um, um, I actually, I, I tried to facilitate him getting buried in uh, Arlington. I'm like, well, let's get the guy buried in Arlington. And they're like, well, buried, buried in Arlington, you need to have at least a silver star. I go, are they cumulative? <laughs> can, yeah. the, can two bronze stars count as a Equal silver star? Equal silver? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but no. And, uh, oh, that reminds me, your I, dad, your real dad could have been buried in Arlington because of his rank. Yeah. At his retirement. So I, I don't know where I he was. Know. I don't know where he's buried. I don't know where he has been in, they called interns. I don't know. Uh, he's buried, yeah. he's buried near your sister, I think, down in Southern Florida. Yeah. But he could have been interred in Arlington based on his rank. Is what I, if the rules are still the same. Oh. But, uh, so we have our wonderful president who barely knows what day it is. And he uh, was talking about how his son oh, had always a good story. Uh, yeah, how his son <laughs> had died. Being American, died in Hunter or, Iraq or no? Is it Hunter? No, it was the other one. Bo. Uh, Hunter's the one that's the cokehead. Yeah, he's the <laughs> yeah. So the, that allegedly. Guy, so he was a J, uh, attorney uh, at the air base in, um, I think Iraq. Maybe I don't know at one of the air bases. So that's where he, he served in the protected, highly protected enclave as an attorney. And he got a bronze star. And it's oh, like, really? how does an attorney who works in an office at an air base get the bronze star? So know, it's like, I know somebody. Yeah. And I wonder where he's buried. Um, should look that up. If he's in Arlington, it's a crime. But anyway, um, back to Skinwalker and we'll leave our sad political country. <laughs> so the, the nukes haven't gone off yet. I'm in a perpetual state of disappointment because of it. Which they well, need don't to get... you, are you thinking maybe if they unleash, well, they're not going to do, they'll do the local nukes. They're not going to do the massive. No, you know, no, not the local country stuff. killers. No, you know, I want the full on Armageddon. Well, if they do that. I think we may be, getting involved in the i mean that i keep i keep seeing now do you think that this is all you don't believe anything's going on <laughs> i believe anything i don't believe anything i'm is working there even on anything it. happening uh yeah they, they just put, left uh, they... The, the people of ukraine just left the country because they all this whatever do, is happening do you know that um, do you know ukraine put elon musk on their kill list did what Oh, because of the satellite. Yeah, thing. they put him on it, and then they took him off. It's like, oh, oh, he was on for like fifteen minutes, but people saw it. 
and archived it. What a bunch oh, wow. of dummies. It's like, and he's providing free internet with. Well, they're help, it's link, helping yeah, with their war effort. Yeah, Why doesn't he's... our government? Well, I think the NATO should just pay him for that so they can have it. You know, I, I, I think you know that's got to happen. I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to do that. You know, but I'm going to turn um, it off unless you pay me. You know, it was all, you know, <sighs> revenue generated, you know, motivation. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So we're, yeah, it's, um, uh, we're burning time with the, our ramblings. Yeah. So we want to be on topic or we want to keep talking about other stuff? Well, we can we're, go over it. We need to well, let's, start talking about the cosmic. What do you got? Well, I, we, let's, uh, I got a couple more notes on, uh, okay. on, uh, something on the, Biden. uh, sky, sky basement office, the basement <laughs> office stuff. I'm looking at my notes. Let's see what I got. I got a lot of notes. Oh no, there's part twos. All right. We're almost done. You're almost done. Yeah. There's yeah. part two for the basement office. This is just part one. So we talked about, I, uh, I haven't seen part two yet. How could they do? Yeah, well, well well, well, well the part two one. part two is skinwalkers in the pentagon so part one is the book skinwalker ranch yeah uh this one part one he he does an analysis on uh, the hunt for skinwalker and part two yeah. is uh he talks about skinwalkers in the pentagon that book so that's a skinwalker story from salisbury book i'll read that we'll talk about that next uh week but he says from that chapter that my garth myers said no ufos myers lived on the ranch and uh sherman's said uh never seen any or even knew about the book supports myers experience but then the myers had uh in that other thing i'll find that article in spirit that talks about the scooping out and the blood with the sherman's i'll find that we'll talk about yeah. that next week and that is not right because that's in this article that the guy mentioned in the um, basement office thing. And this talks about the Shermans having experience. And he's saying that the Shermans had no experience. And in this article has a specific thing to that. And he ignored that. So that suggests that the basement office guy with the bad haircut has an agenda. He has an agenda. And so he doesn't yeah. want to, um, he doesn't want to, you know, well, he, he basically said there he didn't believe. I mean, his yeah, he's just he's going that garbage. Well, he's, I don't. He's, he's, his is what ours is. We don't, you know. Well, I don't. I'm I'm having trouble believing the Skinwalker stuff too because of what we see, especially with the TV show. Yeah. Uh, what happened with Nins shut down? Why shut the ranch down? Uh, it's because uh, Bigelow said nothing was happening, so I'm not going to pay for this stuff anymore, even though he got 22 million for it. And then they go. That's it. That's it for Skinwalker. Until next week, and we will talk about skinwalkers in the Pentagon. Skinwalkers in the, Pent the government. Pentagon. I will read that chapter on uh, from the Utah UFO display about the Shermans and the Myers. I will find that other article uh, about the experience that the Shermans had with being um, with blood and scoops taken out of their thumbs. That's just bizarre. Let's find out what's going on with that. Yeah. And that's it. I can keep my notes together, otherwise they will get destroyed. So, do we want to cover the cosmic hoax, which was Stephen yes, Greer? I, I didn't finish it, but I do want to talk about it because it's this is something new. I've I've heard rumblings about this. You know, you see, oh, you see the, um, you know, you see them on YouTube and the things about you know that there is some sort of a you know we what what is the deal with this i mean do, are we saying that you know we want to um we're preparing for battle with extraterrestrials you know is this what this, they're in insinuating this is, or this is something is that the bottom line this is like something that ronald reagan had brought up which i think got people thinking about this and he said he said something about unifying the world due to an alien threat. And that actually probably originated with um, the comics book series, The Watchmen. Yeah. And um, 
where they did a hoax, an alien hoax, to unify the, the world and prevent nuclear war. I got to read that again. It's a great, great like, thing. Like uh, Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. But The Watchmen by, um, uh, who's the, I can't remember the guy's name. I should, should remember his name. He uh, He's a famous cartoon uh, comic book ar artist, writer. Not artist, he's writer. So their speculation and this cosmic hoax, which came out in 21, 2021, is they are saying E.T. false flag to activate war, which ties in with the whole military-industrial complex and the... Um, you know, the, it's the idea to keep the, the money flowing in the military-industrial complex friends and family program. And he goes on, he talks about the keep... Oh, they also talk about the magical energy production secret. And I guess that's, there was also that... Uh, we, did you watch that interview? You watched, you caught the end of it, that interview. The live interview with Stephen Greer? Yes. And I was watching I did it. See that. I was watching it, and it quit while I was watching it because I came in late. And I, the guy will re-edit it and post the um, uh, the interview up, so you can watch it again if you want. But he's talking about. I guess he's got a new gig going where he's um, talking about the zero point magical energy thing, and that actually ties in with that other. You sent me the video. Corey sent you something about. Um, on the UFO podcast with that retired... Yeah, that wacky dude. Yeah, the retired SAS general. Um, he says that the zero-point researchers are killed and that they're uh, using mobile-directed energy weapons to um, melt people's faces. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. And then he said, uh, he says John Alexander is his mentor, the uh, Stare at Goats guy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that a predator... Skinwalker guy. Yeah, yeah, and that a that a predator type creature had come into his house, I guess, in Spain where he was, and he was able to fight it off because or make it go away because he was a SAS para, former SAS paratrooper. Um, how does he really talk, Bill? I don't know. He talks talks like he's angry. Paratrooper. <laughs> Do he talk like Travis Taylor? Doesn't talk like Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. He, he's got an English accent, which I can't do. He talks he like he's he talks like an angry, angry, angry English guy. And if you watch it at two x speed, he's got some really great facial tics that will that will engage you because they're like um, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really. He wants to let you know that he speaks Spanish a lot. He called that like two or three times, and he was really, really, really airborne, and he really, really, really was a former professional paratrooper. Oh, and he did mention that phones can be tracked when off, which is true. Your iPhone, iPhones are tracked when they're off. That's actually good to know. Uh, well, iPhone is. Uh, Apple has announced that as a feature now. So if somebody steals your phone and turns it off, they can still track your phone. Who does that? who does that <laughs> you call the phone tracking people or how do you find it it's got i you you have a um it's on your phone it's uh um, yeah but i it's mean an app you just go on your phone if someone takes your phone you go on your computer and you do find my you do it on your and it will tell oh, you really? where your phone you yeah find my phone oh yeah. your apple account yeah yeah oh so, wow yeah 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 so you can just go get it <laughs> yeah yeah from from whatever Psycho you just take your laptop it. with you so you can find out where it's going down the road. Well, you know, if it's, <laughs> it's a, car. I, mean, I mean, if it's a, if it's the phone's worth more than a thousand dollars, it's felony theft. And maybe the cops, depending on where you live, will respond. If you're in California, they're just not going to do anything because there's no laws in California anymore for regular people. But if you're in other, if you're in other countries, other states that are still, you know, have some semblance of civilization, it will, um, it could happen. Florida, it will happen. They'll help you. The cops will help you in Florida. But California, yeah, they're, they're I think you're engaged. on your own. Yeah, they're busy. In California, <laughs> we're too busy with their their big, big strong union making sure that they're doing well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this guy was talking about zero-point energy. And then the um, Stephen Greer was talking about it. I guess his new movie gig, there's something coming up where they're doing... Uh, 
raising money to make a movie for for um about zero point energy which i think this whole zero point magical energy thing i think is crap except for an unusual experience that i had a few months ago uh oh yeah and there's this old timer that works at a facility that i go to and he's the groundskeeper and he has owned a bunch of businesses in the area he's he um he had one of the first uh cell phone franchises in the area and he tells a and he got that franchise because he helped a guy out that was having trouble with his rv oh really yeah it was a great story so he just helped the guy out and uh the guy had an rv and it was for game day and the guy couldn't level his rv and so he said, well, let me take a, he was like next to him. He said, well, let me, let me take a look at your, your RV. Well, when he bought it, it was a brand new RV and the pneumatic leveling system, one of the hoses was off, hadn't been put bed on, put on after servicing or set up or whatever, when the guy bought it. So he, he, uh, set up the, got the hose working, got the guy's leveling system to work on the RV and they got talking and the guy's like, yeah, I've just gotten the, uh, um, license for the first um cell phone service in the area and uh, oh, i'm wow. selling franchises and i'll i'll set you up it's just like one of those situations where you can start out being uh you can be it be, could be a con job or it could be a gold mine yeah i'd be a little skeptical yeah so the, the guy got involved in it and he says yeah he was the first distributor for and he's talking about the big blocky cell phones you know the one with the yeah, large had box the, bricks, the brick you plug yeah. it into the cigarette lighter and you'd stick the antenna on the roof with a magnet. And, yeah. and he said the thing was so lucrative at the time. He says he got money every time somebody made a call with a phone he sold. He made money oh, on the yeah. sale of phone. I think he made money on the service kickback from the registration for whatever thing is. And every time somebody made, made a um, phone call, he got money. And he goes, the only reason, then the guy's working, this is his retirement job. He's just, he does this yard, yard working stuff just because it's uh, to keep busy. And he's got a, a ranch. Yeah. And he says, he says, he goes, his, he goes, his wife goes, the only reason we have any money is because of that. Help that guy fix his car, fix his RV. And you got the franchise. So anyway, he's like, yeah, but he was telling me that he helped a guy following Tesla's patents. Now Tesla has built these devices that are supposed to take um, electricity out of the air. Yeah. And he said he helped a guy make one of these things and it does pull electricity. It does pull electricity from the other. He says it doesn't pull a lot. And he goes, he helped him with the machining of some of the parts and they had to be very specific, but that he got, um, they got it to work and it, it generates a small amount of electricity. And I want to, I'm waiting until I talk, see him again. I want to ask him about that. That said, I don't believe this zero point energy stuff. I don't know what's going on, but I had that weird experience talking to this guy. He was telling me about this Tesla machine and I, I want to go back next time I see him. I want to tell me about the Tesla machine. Can I see it? I want to ask him if, yeah. I, if you know, tell me about it. But yeah. Was this um, developed from Nikolai Tesla? Or yeah. Is this... Yeah. Nikolai Tesla. Not, not, Elon Musk Tesla, who's <laughs> well, now on the done. now on the death list from the Ukraine. Ukraine's going to get he, only for Musk. five minutes, and then he was back. Yeah, minutes. well, they, they, you don't know if he's he's just off the public list. He might be on the official list. You don't know with these yeah. things. So um, Stephen Greer is talking about that. Who are you waving at? You waving at the neighbors? Debbie's home. Oh, she's back from the yeah. dog walk. The she's dog back. Walk. She she leaves when you're doing this, so she doesn't have to well, listen to goes, you. She meets her friend at the, at the river down there, and they walk, throw the sticks in the water for the dogs. And Max goes swimming, and Max goes swimming around, chasing coyotes and deer. And did he chase squirrels? Has he chased coyotes? <laughs> nah, I just oh, shouldn't okay. say chase coyotes. But coyote Debbie's <laughs> to tell you the story. There's a horse ring down there where they yeah. people take their horses. And there was a couple of coyotes down there, and Debbie, you know, walked to shoot them away because she didn't want them harassed or do anything. Because yeah. I've had them where the dogs will chase them. I, Annabelle, the other dog we had, yeah, would chase the coyotes. We met her, yeah, yeah. And, and 
what they do is they they run them into another group of coyotes and then yeah. when they get to get they're like oh shit well luckily they were on the golf course and she, the coyotes are chasing her after she was chasing them and the golfers are like got their golf clubs they're like hey, hey. <laughs> so they shoot the guy she's got her leash i lost her off the leash oh, she had God. a leash dragging behind her as she's running around but debbie saw these couple of coyotes down there and so she went to shoo them away you know she you know, one of those things where get out of here, get out of here, and the things started walking towards her. So it's like, oh shit! <laughs> hey. Wildlife fighting yep. back. Well, they don't. They're not. We, we grew up out there. They were so heavily hunted. They stayed away from people because they knew better. Oh, yeah, they're eating hot dogs and stuff now. Yeah, nobody hunts them anymore, so they're they don't fear people. And people are like, oh, look at the cute coyote. Yeah, yeah. Look at the cute coyote. Kill your dog and eat it. Well, they're um, they right at the street behind us. There's a court behind us. Yeah, you. I don't know if I told you this story. You did. You did. <laughs> the thing grabbed the neighbor's cat. Yeah. yeah. And started yeah. running down the street with it, and they they're yelling at it. Well, there's some children playing. Yeah. They you know, to next to the road them. where the thing's running down the road is on a court, so it's running out toward the main street, and the they drops this dead cat right in front of the small children. They're screaming, and it's running <laughs> it's off the after it killed the neighbor's cat yeah. and left it lying there. Well, I mean, they're just, they'll be, I'll be sitting there. They'll be walking down. You know, I have deer and coyotes wandering up and down the street. It's, yeah, you know, I think the, the river. I think it, there was a rabbit running around here, and there were turkeys at one point. We haven't seen those for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we have turkeys, too. Uh, nothing like that. Possum, raccoon, rabbit, turkeys, a heron, great heron. Um, I forget. You what have the, any fish in that pond that you Ibises. guys have there? There's no fish in that pond. No. I was, I was. Is it salt water? No, it's fresh water, but it's, it's. T there's not enough oxygen in it. They need to. You need to throw a pump in to to spray water to oxygenate it. Oxygenate it. it. Yeah, yeah, and they haven't. They haven't done that, so this, it's not a very. Um, habitable it's got frogs so mosquitoes yeah. frogs mosquitoes Had. no fish so i was i was trying to get mosquito fish in it but it's too hard to deal with the um housing people the yeah. neighborhood neighborhood group they say the neighborhood group says there's mosquito fish in it so i said well let's get mosquito fish they go well we've already put them in but we don't think they're living <laughs> we don't think they lived <laughs> they didn't live no. yeah Hey, no let's crocodile wrap. in there. Alligator. No, every once in a while, but they uh, move on because I don't think it's big enough for them, or they get moved on. There's no food in there. There's yeah, no they um, they um, it's usually usually a male that's trying to get somewhere, looking for the honeys, and um, yeah, or they've they're little ones that have been forced out by bigger crocodiles from other places, so they're moving somewhere where they're less likely to get eaten by their friends. Or their father or mother. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up, and then next week we'll do more of the cosmic hoax on that movie. Good. Yeah, uh, I'll part, check out the rest of it. Part two of the basement office. Uh, I have. I actually got the um, NASA news release for the Dart mission, which I'll talk about. Yeah. We'll do that. Oh, that. Actually, it was successful. It was interesting what they did. Uh, we didn't do any Omni. So we, you know, we never have, we always have lots to talk about. Yeah. So we never, will... yeah. Remember when I first started this, we first started it too. And Debbie says, is there going to be enough, you know, material in this for you to, <laughs> I go, There's, it's endless. That is and, endless. you know, I like, and again, for those who are the Facebook guys and the YouTube that have checked in, thank you. It's, yeah. uh. I really enjoy hearing from you, and I'll I'll mention you guys. I won't mention your last names, but um, we all have a common interest. We're trying to just wade our way through the information. We're, I don't know if we're going to solve anything, but <laughs> we'll at we least uh, talk about it. Well, we might. There may be... You um, just never know. There may be clues. I mean, the... I see one. What's that? You just want to touch, put your hands on it. I want to land in front of my house. And then just land. Go out, go let, out there. let me get a good picture. Yeah, a good photo. And no one will believe it because it'll be so sharp and clear. They go, oh, that's fake. <laughs> There's no way that's real. There's no way that's real. <laughs> it'll be, you'll get a great picture and you're going to, no, no, it's a deep, yep. it's a fake, deep fake. 
you'll be doing a selfie in front of it and they go no yeah yeah no. well if it doesn't have an antenna on top of it i think it'll be okay <laughs> i like the um i like you the, love that picture I that is the, I, I like the picture but it's just there's an intent i can't the do little the antenna, antenna sticking little, out of the top little antenna little comic book yeah it, comic looks, book. it looks exactly like something out of a toy store so all right. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe at alienprobe.net, Twitter, and Instagram at alienprobepod. Check us out on YouTube. Like and subscribe to YouTube at alienprobepodcast. That should pop right up to the top. Thanks to our senior producer and the traveling Saigon, Robert Anthony, who's having a great time doing some things out there. And thanks again, Dr. Bill. What you got there, Bill? City on the Edge of Forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Screen Screenplay book. There's another one. No, there's another one that I just bought. This one's actually signed by Harlan Ellison. That is awesome. Don't yeah. lose that. Oh, I'll check this out. And, oh, hang on. One more. That was one of the best episodes of Star Trek. And there's the picture. There it is. There's the picture that we got. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I got my apron. I got my. Uh, I got mine. Got mine too. Right here. This nice. thing's gonna be mounted and put it on the wall. I'm running out of wall space. I told Deb I need a bigger uh, studio. <laughs> bigger, bigger wall. She's not going for it though. I may have to move to the game room. Oh yeah, that's a nice. You have a nice setup in there. Yeah, and now that the sound is, remember we got out of there because the sound was weird, but I think we got that solved. Yeah, that's right. a better. That's a let's better. Let's do this again next week. Yes, let's wrap it up. We could All talk right. for hours, and we do. So and watch the skies. Watch, watch the, the skies. Sky. Watch the skies. <laughs> Till next time. See you next.